0: and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you.
1: Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I can't tell you how excited I am for today's guest. You know, this it, <laughs> my guest is someone who I knew several years ago back in Denver and, you know, Absolutely delightful, wonderful woman, who reached back out to me through LinkedIn, I believe, just you know, not long ago, and reconnected. Which is what we should be doing on those tools, right? Um, you know, and and so it's it is so much fun to have my guest on today because we're going to have so much fun talking about the subject. So please join me in welcoming Christine Dasbro to our program. Welcome. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here. I know, you know, and it was so fun to reconnect with you. And, you know, that really is one of the things that I encourage people to do is go through your Rolodex. Do people even have those? Um, you know, our LinkedIn accounts, even maybe our Facebook accounts and reconnect with people that we've just lost touch, you know, and and we've got plenty of time now. We're not going to networking events. We're not
2: doing all of those things. So it's it's a great tool to be doing that. Uh, I totally agree. And it also helps people to come out of their zone. Right. Mm-hmm. Better and different. Yep. It just, mm-hmm. it puts that smile back on their face. Oh, like, yeah.
1: I'm thinking about me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and of course, when we chatted before, we had fun catching up on everything that's been going on in Denver and, and all of that good <laughs> stuff. Um, but today we're here to talk about something else. So let me tell people just a little bit about you and then we'll dive into this. So Christine Dasbro brings over 30 years of experience in the corporate nonprofit sectors and is currently the CEO of Threads of Leadership. Threads of Leadership focuses on developing individual leaders through lifelong learning, creating valuable connections and curating impact through how they lead. Before starting Threads of Leadership, Christine worked for 10 years at the Leadership Investment as Vice President of Programming and Fundraising, and 30 years at Merrill Lynch as Vice President in various roles. So obviously, you started when you were 12. Um, (laughs) But again, Christine, welcome to the program. Thank you. Well, you have had kind of a, a varied career, and so I always like... Learning about how someone got to where they are today, and how you discovered that this truly is your passion in life. So, give us the the background. Well, I well,
2: I, will, I wish I did start at twelve. <laughs> I'm younger today, mm-hmm. um, but I spent thirty years uh, with Merrill Lynch. To mm-hmm. be really honest with you and your audience, um, I did it right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dream probably was to get married and have a family and right. raise and mm-hmm. that was that was kind that of that was what was expected absolutely in the 70s mm-hmm. uh, I had an opportunity to um go to Merrill Lynch I had mm-hmm. a friend who was there
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I started at literally as an administrative assistant which mm-hmm. is such an important role right and just worked through mm-hmm. uh I'm a self-learner mm-hmm. if you saw my library in my home you <coughs> know, I'm so geek that all she reads is leadership books mm-hmm. but I do read fine books, mm-hmm. uh, but i that's how I learn mm-hmm. from other leaders. So when I was at Merrill Lynch for 30 years, I graduated from private client over to the institutional world. Mm. And in that world, you live, I mean, as a female back in the 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. early 90s, um, you were there in a survival mode. Right. You, you know, you. Have- oh, yeah. That was not a world for women to be no. in. No, it was a man's culture. Mm-hmm. And so you played the game.
0: Mm-hmm. You,
2: you did what you had to do to survive, mm-hmm. be seen as a leader.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But for me during that time, um, I never realized that I was becoming two different people. Mm. The person I was when mm-hmm. I put my suit on, and of course mm-hmm. it was a bow tie and the padded. Right. Oh, yeah. We we Yeah, we even dressed like men. We wore suits.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And... I did that, I played that role from the time I left my house to the time I got back into my home, which Mm -hmm. could be 12 hour day, Mm -hmm. 10 hour day. And then it was like when I started to come down from that stress, I would crash Mm -hmm. and realize that what is going on here? Mm -hmm. You know. But it took me a long time to realize that I was living in this, I which now they call it imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm it was just the world you lived in. Right. You survived.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so when I finally decided to leave Merrill Lynch in 2006 and come out here to Colorado,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and I did it for family, mm-hmm. I had a niece that was born. And when I met her, I just fell in love with her. And I said, oh, that's a world I want to be part of.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: 17 and taking SATs and. Oh, wow. Courses, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. but. When I came out here, I thought I'd stay in the world mm-hmm. of finance and then realized that my corporate job didn't translate into a regional job here
0: mm-hmm.
2: in Colorado. So I decided to leave the industry mm-hmm. and it was the right time because in 2008, that's when Merrill Lynch was sold.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so I left at the right time. Mm-hmm. And when I came here, like I said, I thought I would stay in this industry, mm-hmm. the financial industry. Right. After all, you'd been in it. All your career. And I thought that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew was that industry, which was the truth. Mm-hmm. And I went to a networking event because I had to open my world here. Mm-hmm. We had five family members, and one was the under the age of two. Mm-hmm. Who had that's not a lot of good networking. <laughs> yeah, not really. Mm-hmm. So I found Women's Vision Foundation, mm-hmm. which is now at before a close was called the Leadership Investment. Mm-hmm. But I went to a networking event and mm-hmm. so welcomed. Mm-hmm. Oh. It was
1: a fabulous organization. I was I, it was one of the ones that I loved being a member of.
2: yeah, and that's how we met. Mm-hmm. How we met women's vision. And I started to go to their events mm-hmm. and there was a, a job opportunity on their website for a part-time salesperson mm-hmm. And at that time, sales was truly dialing for dollars. Right. Uh-huh. Like, Yeah, when well, we talk about cold calling, it was cold calling. Absolutely. And I applied for it. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I need the experience and interview, mm-hmm. you know, and I went.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Honestly, Deb, it was the most, I want to say, the craziest interview I ever went on. It was at a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And... At that point, I really thought there was no one in Colorado had an office because every time I met someone, it was at a Starbucks. I know. We 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 did. We just always went to Starbucks. And it was the three women that I would be working with. Mm-hmm. It was like, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. That's how oh. they went. Mm-hmm. We all had the little cheat sheets, mm-hmm. you know, and who was serious and who was kind. And mm-hmm. I walked away and said, there's no way I'm getting this job. <laughs> right? And I got a call about two weeks later from the president. And mm-hmm. the president said to me, I know you're not a traditional salesperson.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: teach you our programs mm-hmm. and client base. Mm-hmm. But what, what sold you was your passion for the organization ah. and what it was doing for you. Mm-hmm. And I got hired. I got hired mm-hmm. in January of 2007
0: mm-hmm.
2: and stayed until they closed in 2016. Mm-hmm. And Graduated from primarily an administrative role to mm-hmm. being the second in the organization. Wow, um, we had a number of CEOs. Mm-hmm. Desire to be the CEO, mm-hmm. right? And I knew I had a greater impact in mm-hmm. programming and coaching and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. connecting with people. Right, all of that. Um, so when it closed in 2016, I was at a point in my life that I'm like. I'm not going back to a corporate structure. No, no, mm-hmm. you have to. Mm-hmm. But I found my calling. Mm-hmm. Women's Vision Foundation mm-hmm. found that my purpose and passion was to help individuals. Mm-hmm. And when I worked for the foundation, it was probably, it was all women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I would be lying to say that I don't gravitate to helping, mm-hmm. Women, mm-hmm. but I I love helping anyone mm-hmm. reaches out. Right. And I realized that the work I did was impactful. Mm-hmm. That's what got me up every morning mm-hmm. really gave me the energy. So in 2017 is when I decided to talk to my corporate partners that mm-hmm. I work with and ask them. Now that the organization is closed, what are you missing? Ah, what, your company. Mm-hmm. What are you mm-hmm. missing? Right. And they told me it
1: was the speakers. Right. That- mm-hmm. Yeah, because Women's Vision Foundation always had
2: fabulous speakers. And you were one of them. Mm-hmm. Part oh, thank of the you. Mm-hmm. That, that spoke to our corporate audience. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to about 10 different um, speakers just mm-hmm. to, to see if they would mm-hmm. consider it. Right. Because when you're with the nonprofit, they volunteer their time. Mm-hmm. So you're going to say, I'm willing to pay you something. Right. Would you consider this? Mm-hmm. And everyone that the initial 10 I spoke with said to me, I'd be more than I do anything to help you
0: mm-hmm.
2: launch this. Mm-hmm. The fact, that I don't have to get on a plane. Right. Uh-huh. Colorado, mm-hmm. I am all for it.
0: Mm-hmm. And it
2: started out in 2017, probably with 15 speakers, mm-hmm. a couple of authors mm-hmm. um, to offer this back to the companies that mm-hmm. I have relationships with. Right. And now um, this part of the company called mm-hmm. Cure. Connections, Mm -hmm. probably fifty-five speakers, right? Mm -hmm. Be globally, nationally on all Mm -hmm. topics that all filter into Mm -hmm. leading and just including themselves, Mm -hmm. Um, as well as there's authors that we do book club type, Mm -hmm. um, where we read the book, we get the author to talk about it, and all of that. So I still do, I still do that work Mm -hmm. um, with corporations. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, last year that kind of died down or became virtual. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah. And virtual, you know, as much as I thought it would have been a highlight for Mm -hmm. these. The the employees were so burnt out of being Mm on.
0: calls. Oh, I bet.
2: Yeah. Like another Zoom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the company is still in existence Mm -hmm. and I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll get back to having people speak in person. Oh, no, and I've gotten the inquiries, so Mm -hmm. it's wonderful to do the research Mm -hmm. to help companies. Mm -hmm. But what I realized was I was still staying in the background. Mm -hmm. People people didn't know what I brought to the table. Mm -hmm. They knew the connections that I could make. Right. From the speakers to the Mm -hmm. companies and all of that. Mm -hmm. In 2000, let me see, we're in 21, Mm -hmm. 2019, Mm -hmm. I had this aha moment Mm and said, I need to. I need to get myself out. Mm-hmm. Right. Share with what I offer. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And in 2020, <laughs> perfect timing. I know. Oh, yeah. What a time to launch a business. I know. I launched the Threads of Leadership.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The whole concept of the title mm-hmm. came from um, me writing. Uh, I belong to this organization called Rise Collaborative Workspace. Mm. What they did every year was create an anthology book that their members participated in. Mm-hmm. And I decided to, to write a chapter of my story. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. when I started to peel back and go back in time and mm-hmm. realize that every job I had was being, was connecting individuals. I mm-hmm. was more a relationship person mm-hmm. and I was a very good listener. hmm and when I started to realize all of that, I realized this thread came through my whole entire life, mm-hmm. from corporate to nonprofit to right. what now, mm-hmm. and that's where the threads came from. Ah, I love it. I love it. That, because that, that is, it, it is such an, a, a, a cool concept. Yeah. And so, and it's not a, th- it's not a straight line. It right. Meets, oh it, yeah. It, it meanders, yeah. it wanders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got colors. It's got all of that. Mm-hmm. So that's where the title Threads mm-hmm. of Le- came from. And, I love it, you know. So I love the fact that now I can bring and what I bring to the table mm-hmm. for my coaching clients for workshops that I I plan to do in the future mm-hmm. is the experience. Right. I've experienced mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. So you you're not telling me something I haven't done,
0: mm-hmm.
2: heard, haven't mm-hmm. been right through. Mm-hmm. My whole goal is to help individuals. You're never gonna you're never gonna miss the pitfalls. Mm-hmm. To be pitfalls, there's going to be all of this Mm -hmm. changing things in your career and in your personal life. Mm -hmm. But I hope to give people the tools Mm -hmm. that can help them not get that really deep, deep dip. Right. It's more service. Mm -hmm. I love it.
1: Yeah, you mentioned imposter syndrome, and and I think that is so important it, it, it still exists. I mean, I've, I've heard people that have poo-pooed it. Ah, now, now we, I can be me now. And that's great if they are. I mean, that's, that's fabulous, but I think we do still see that, you know, in many cases, especially it at a higher level of leadership, we, we play the, you know, we, we play a role, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not us, um, you know, and, and of course the us, is the important part, you know, whether it's the empathy, whether it's, you know, all sorts of things. So talk to us more about imposter
2: syndrome. Oh, it's like, it makes my heart pound. I get so excited. I mean, mm-hmm. it's you think of the word imposter syndrome, it really sounds very negative. Mm-hmm. And it, some people will take it to be very right. Mm-hmm. And I don't see it to be negative. No, I it to be a filter that you don't realize that mm-hmm. you're through. Mm-hmm. right. Um, and And it can be very positive, actually. Because I think you learn about a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna read a quote here for a second, and it's okay. from Business Review, and it mm-hmm. says defines imposter syndrome as a collection of feelings of inaccuracy that persist despite evident success. Mm. And it is it, I mean, it's a it's a mouthful, truthfully, mm-hmm. but it really is. Um, you know, I work with I I work with this amazing young lady right now, mm-hmm. one of coaches and she's in her early, I want to say early thirties mm-hmm. has taken on an amazing role in a fortune 500 company. Mm-hmm. And she said yes before thinking about it. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and now what we're working through mm-hmm. is her second guessing her capability. Ah, mm-hmm. She doesn't, she took it because she was afraid she wouldn't be offered this opportunity again. Mm-hmm. But didn't think about it in the sense of the learning curve. Mm-hmm. You have a learning curve in every journey that you take in right. your professional career mm-hmm. it is it is a journey. It's mm-hmm. not a one well done. Mm-hmm. You will have this moment of what did I do?
1: Right. What the heck did I get myself
2: into? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where the imposter syndrome comes in. Mm-hmm. Because Faking it to make it, and I hate mm-hmm. that terminology, but that's what we did, or mm-hmm. at least I did right. my mm-hmm. entire career. Mm-hmm. Was you faked it to you mm-hmm. made, it. and that's where you live through that uncertainty.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So as much as you are very successful,
0: mm-hmm.
2: person tapped you on the shoulder to take on this this challenge mm-hmm. and on this project. Um, you're not believing it, and when mm-hmm. you're not believing it, you're coming across with self doubt. Mm -hmm. Lack of confidence, and people can read right through Mm them because either you overemphasize it Mm -hmm. or you underemphasize Mm it. Um, And the part of imposter syndrome that I think people don't realize that is really important that you to help you overcome it.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: You don't. I don't even think you know you have it right until you sit down and tell yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, why am I feeling this Mm -hmm. this place of insecurity Mm -hmm. or. Of confidence or knowledge or skill, however you want to say it, um, it's a it's a hard admittance.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And imposter syndrome is not failure, right? The syndrome is just like I said earlier; it's this filter that you don't mm-hmm. even know that you're you're pushing mm-hmm. right. through, right? Um, and it's in all walks of life. Mm-hmm. I have the pleasure of working with uh, the slightly um, probably. Late 20s, mm-hmm. mid 30 individuals, because now they're getting those those mm-hmm. opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're people that are perfectionists, mm-hmm. and that is a hard space to be in. Oh, yeah, because we, we can't be perfect. I mean, we, no matter what we do, we cannot be perfect. So, um, you know, some of my conversations are not, you know, they may walk away saying, wow, she's pretty direct.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I, you know, sometimes she, you have to be. You do, mm-hmm. and, and the other part of it too is when you're in in that when you are a perfectionist, mm-hmm. the high expectations of you of yourself, you have of other people, right? And when you have that very high expectation mm-hmm. of people, you're you're about. There's no doubt about it that there's going to be disappointment, right? Yeah, because people are mm-hmm. not going to live up to that expectation. Mm-hmm. They don't have the same. Um, I'm searching for a word, but the the same. Uh, reasoning of why they're mm-hmm. doing what they're doing and it's right. just a job. Mm-hmm. they're never going to meet your expectations mm-hmm. at the level that you want them to. Right. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and
1: it's it's so interesting to talk about this because, you know, a, a good portion of this comes when we're little, um, you know, and and um, you know, I'm at the tail end of, of being a baby boomer. Um but obviously mm-hmm. for baby boomers, I mean we really were told there are, you know, you, 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 go to, to, you might go to college, maybe not, but you might go to college, but you, you, you became a teacher, you became a nurse, but I mean, I remember, you know, and I graduated in 1980. So, you know, but being, being, you know, with people saying, well, you're going to college to get your MRS degree. And then when I didn't get my, you know, you, you were going mm-hmm. just to meet somebody to get married, you know, and so you were going to meet the frat boys or whatever. And, you know, and that didn't happen. I was like, ah, <sighs> Um, you know, and, and, uh, but (coughs) excuse me, we were talking before allergies here in Georgia is always a great time, but, you know, we were raised being told you're a teacher, you're a nurse, you're a mother. That is what is expected of you. And more importantly, you can't do those other things. You're not smart enough. (coughs) You're not good enough. You know, how many times did we not even get into the advanced math classes? (laughs) <laughs> things like that. I'm going to hack up a frog here pretty soon. Um you know, and, and Gen Xers in many ways were were told the same thing. Millennials, I love, because many of them were told you go do. You go do whatever you want. <clears throat> and so but how do we deal with those little voices from when we were kids or maybe you know in 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 school telling us you can't do that. You're not good enough because you're a
0: girl.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, that that's that's hitting the nail right on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I do an exercise that is so simple
0: mm-hmm.
2: with individuals, and I I want to say that I can probably thank my dad for this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but he always used to tell me to take a take a legal pad and draw a line down the middle. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the pros and the cons, mm-hmm. and what I tell my coaches is to do the same thing: mm-hmm. put the things that you love to do and the mm-hmm. things that you don't necessarily mm-hmm. love, or mm-hmm. that you feel that you're not necessarily right. good at. Mm-hmm. Because I think, in order to release the chatter in your head, mm-hmm. you've got to celebrate the important things or the the skills that right. you, that mm-hmm. you thrive. Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. so. Instead of looking at the things you don't do well, celebrate the things that you do well. Right. Because then all these other things kind of fall a little mm-hmm. low on the totem pole of, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't mean you don't need to do them. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. you to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, advance in them, but don't dwell on them mm-hmm. because that's the negative chatter. And that's where you get that self doubt because you're not perfect in everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you've heard this and I'm probably sure every one of your readers have heard this. When uh, a, a woman goes and looks at a job applica- application right. and there's 10 things on the job. Right. I was just thinking of this. Mm-hmm. She has only eight. Oh, mm-hmm. I can apply for this. Because right. I yeah, she this. just won't even apply. And a man on the other side will say, oh, I have two. I'll work. Mm-hmm. The
1: right. I can learn how to do the other eight. I can Absolutely. delegate how to do them. I mean, yeah, they just, you know, and, and you're right. The woman goes, nope, can't do it. You know, and and she probably can do those other two things, but just not as well. Yeah, exactly um, you know, and and so I yeah, I mean, we we are obviously our own harshest critics, you know, whether it's that we're expecting perfection or but we are. I mean, we're just you know, I, I'm I'm not quite as good at that. So I can't do it. I mean, you know, there's there's no gray area for for many cases.
2: Yeah, and to to really be honest with you, I went through this through a good majority of my career. Mm-hmm. I felt that I was being dishonest, mm-hmm. unfaithful to people that were in my world. Mm-hmm. Because I never admitted I didn't go to college. I'm mm-hmm. embarrassed by it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I lived in this imposter mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. but I was, I mean, I had the knowledge because mm-hmm. I taught myself. Right. And that's what people gravitate to. Mm-hmm. They didn't gravitate to the diploma right. on, on my wall. Mm-hmm. They gravitated to me as a person mm-hmm. and my authenticity mm-hmm. as a leader. And that's where the connect to, the connection came to. Mm-hmm. Of, of the people in my world, you know, they gravitated. And it took me, I'm going to probably say until I started my own business, mm-hmm. that I finally stood, in, looked in the mirror and said, you know, you're good. Right. Don't let anybody tell mm-hmm. you
0: differently. Mm-hmm.
2: If somebody wants to. somebody wants to brag about the initials after their name, mm-hmm. then more power to you. Right. I not have those initials. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but it took me time. And I think mm-hmm. that's what happens with individuals. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about people. Of, and education is a big mm-hmm. part of that. Because depending right, be right. on the mm-hmm. world that you're in, mm-hmm. I'm not saying if you're a doctor, you go in without any. Care. Right.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, you, but, but yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the school of hard knocks is just as important.
2: Just as important. And that's the world that I, I came
0: from. Mm-hmm.
2: Very proud of it mm-hmm. in my life. But I think that as you talk about that negative chatter,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think individuals have to start to own who mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. They bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Not going to bring everything that everybody wants mm-hmm. or every job is asking for. Right. Um but that doesn't mean that you're not good at it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I have an, I have one, I have another, I have a mentee. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. <clears throat> a mom of three. Um, and she, you know, she's in that place in her life and also her husband where, you know, I want more.
0: Mm-hmm. I,
2: this job is not giving me everything that mm-hmm. I want, mm-hmm. you know, or I've got a, I've got a boss that micromanages me. And I, and I, I don't like being micro mm-hmm. and, you know, we all gone through it. I mean, right. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Being an entrepreneur as well as yourself, there's not every aspect of our job that we, we do every day. Mm-mm. And I say to her, and that's where I I have guided her to the pad. Mm-hmm. said to her, put the things down that you love to mm-hmm. do and you're good mm-hmm. at it, right? The skills that you bring mm-hmm. to the table. And when you go to look for that next job, internally or externally, mm-hmm. Keep those in mind. Mm-hmm. That job is going, if there's 10 things in the job and the 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 last two things you really love doing mm-hmm. listed,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I will probably guarantee you that that's the smallest part of what you're going right. to be doing every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if the top thing says you need to be a data analyst and massage Excel spreadsheets and mm-hmm. you're doing that, then be smart and don't even put yourself through the torture. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: there are times, yeah, where it's like, okay.
1: Or I mean, if you know I can learn that, I, I am smart and I can figure it out. Okay. You know, now, you know, obviously during the interview, don't lie. <laughs> you know, if you can't do it, say, you know what, that's not a skill that I have right now, but I know I can pick it up. Um, you know, and, and you know, they should appreciate
2: the initiative that you're gonna take. But that's where you have to be mm-hmm. because ultimately the truth is going to come out
0: hmm.
2: After you get hired, it mm-hmm. tr- will come out. Budget's so long. hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And we see that with men all the time. Right. Because oh. they did, you know, the, out of the 10 things they they really could only do two and they were going to fake it with the other eight. We figure that out pretty fast. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and then then you have to determine, OK, it, 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 what do we need to do to fix this? You know, and, and there's you know obviously a variety of things that you can do.
2: And I think another part uh, to your initial question on the chatter, um, it is the circle that you're part of. Mm -hmm. Right. If you position yourself in a very competitive circle, Mm -hmm. um, professionally or personally, Mm -hmm. you're constantly competing in that. Mm -hmm. That's where the self-doubt comes from Mm -hmm. in the chatter. That's Mm -hmm. where the imposter syndrome comes Mm -hmm. from. You're not being honest with your circle Mm -hmm. of people. And, and so you're trying to live up to what they think your expectation, mm-hmm. you know, or their expectations right. are. So I think you also, you know, you have to be honest across the board. And that's where the vulnerability comes from. And that's where, when I think about the threads of leadership, your story, your life mm-hmm. personal professional story, nobody else has it. Right. No, no one creates a tapestry. There's no two tapestries that are the same. So. Mm-hmm thread in your life Mm -hmm. creates a tapestry of who you are Mm -hmm. as a leader. Right. And that's where, that's how your authenticity comes out. Mm -hmm. And that's how you're able to be that. And I say vulnerable because Mm -hmm. your team needs to know that you do make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Right. Because then they know they can make
1: mistakes and not be crucified for it.
2: Absolutely. You know, and and I know it sounds easy for me sitting here talking about Mm -hmm. this not in that race mm-hmm. of you know certain tasks that have to be done and mm-hmm. time frames and all of that kind of stuff. I, I totally understand it and and know that it's not an easy place to be. Mm-hmm. Um but you're always going to stay in that place of uncertainty mm-hmm. and confidence and self-doubt mm-hmm. until you can do some that some of that inner work. Right. And with you that regard and the other thing
1: that I see women
2: doing so much
1: is downplaying what they have done. You know, I, 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 it drives me nuts when somebody says, I'm just a mom. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's one of the most important things that, that can be done. What is job. Yeah. You know, and, and so, you know, it's, you know, the, we, you know the, the yeah, and what people forget is that when they're being just a mom, everything else that they're doing with that um you know they're budgeting they're you know all the things that just happen in the house i mean you know and and now you know many many people are also teaching their children but you know all the things that they do in addition you know maybe they were the head of pta maybe they volunteered at their church i mean you know all of these other things and i think that's the the thing that happens especially with women who who are going back into the workplace is they forget that those kind of soft skills are just as important. It's like we were saying, you know, that school of hard knocks, you know, doing all of those things is just as important as the person who has been sitting behind that corporate desk for 20 years. Um, you know, raising, raising that family and being successful with that is, you know, is, is phenomenal.
2: I mean, and and you don't realize that the skills that you just talked about, the whole concept of multitasking, mm-hmm. right? you talk to certain right. people, multitasking, mm-hmm. they, they tell you that, you know, it's, it's not a good thing to mm-hmm. do, but but you're able to, you're so valuable to mm-hmm. an organization mm-hmm. or to your peers or your your team when you can see more than one piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in that tunnel and I oh you know, I've got these 10 things on my list and mm-hmm. I've got to check them off today and otherwise I've, I've fallen back or mm-hmm. I haven't achieved everything I need to achieve today. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a hard place to live in as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, I'm not a I'm not check off the list kind of person. Um, I get everything done, mm-hmm. but I also know that at some point, when I've had enough, mm-hmm. I've had enough. Right. You know, your body has to refuel. Mm-hmm. You know, your mind has to take a vacation every mm-hmm. once in a while.
0: Right. You know,
2: and again, I go back to the people that you sur- you surround yourself. Mm-hmm um it's so important to have that support system mm-hmm. in all aspects right um and it's so important to be able to communicate what you're feeling mm-hmm. um and let it go mm-hmm. Oh, so, i mean i and that sounds so weird, you know just let it go i right. like, that's a song of, title somewhere yeah i think i'm thinking about <laughs> let, it let it go you know <laughs> but sometimes you need to because mm-hmm. Sometimes there's not an answer mm-hmm. and not a solution mm-hmm. um to to currently what you're experiencing mm-hmm. so you just have to take that deep breath
0: mm-hmm.
2: but like you said it's um it's a work in progress mm-hmm. you and I are at a point in our lives that we do let it go yeah <laughs> I'm like eh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> whatever like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: depending on your life experiences you learn to let mm-hmm. it go right um, well, and and sometimes just simple
1: things. I mean, like you know, ten years ago, if you know, it, we would think of you know somebody who say went into a meeting and 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 didn't say hi to you. You know, maybe you said hi, Christine, or you know, hi Deb, and and you know, and and they didn't respond. You know, and and then it would have been crushing. You oh, know, yeah. oh my god. You know, and, and now it's like eh, whatever. You know, and because we realize. Yeah, yeah, we could have been snubbed, and even if we're snubbed it's kind of well whatever. Um but we also think okay, maybe they didn't hear us. Maybe they were thinking of something else. I mean, you know, we we have those conversations to to you know to to go back and say, you know, it's okay. You know, that that you know whoever it was didn't say hi, didn't respond to that email. It's not that they're they're snubbing us. And again, if they are, okay, whatever. Um you know, maybe it's somebody that you think, hey, maybe I don't need to be you know have them in my circle anymore.
2: Correct and yes. Um and we don't we have to try to put ourselves in someone else's shoes. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what's going on with that person? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's done more than once, right, maybe it's just that disconnect. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna be friends, mm-hmm. you're gonna
0: be colleagues.
2: And you're that's just, okay. You're just gonna be around mm-hmm. the same table at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you get older and you get more Defined on who you are as a person, mm-hmm. your emotional intelligence skills mm-hmm. kick in.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and you observe. <coughs> you you know you get you get that point of empathy mm-hmm. where you you can see that something is not
0: mm-hmm.
2: not right. Right. You know? Right. Um, but that takes time. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm.
0: No. Um,
2: and and when you come to the when you come to that place it's less tension on yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and you start to accept people as who they are. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Um, I worked <laughs> with a woman one time that I had, I used to say to myself, what did I do to her? What did I do to this person? She would treat me like I was invisible.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it, it got to a point where um, I was ready to have that, that, Difficult conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What the heck did I do to you, lady? Mm -hmm. And I had to have a conversation with myself and Mm -hmm. say, how important Mm -hmm. is this woman in my circle? Right. So if she's not that important Mm -hmm. in my circle and she has no influence in Mm -hmm. my circle, then I just need to understand that Mm -hmm. we we just need to part. Right. And our circles
1: have layers. You know, somebody can be moved in and out of those various responsibilities. But it takes
2: time. You know, as you get older,
1: not everybody's going to like you. No, no. Everybody else. Well, Mm You know, and the pandemic has, you know, at least for the people that I've talked with, really made them rethink a lot of these things. Um, Now, I kind of went through that when I got so sick. It was like. You know, who do I need in my life and who do I not need in my life? Um, You know, you get rid of the toxic people, the people who the gloom and doomy folks, you know, all of those various things. And, you know, and, and then you bring in the people that are truly going to support you. But I think so many people really did do that during the pandemic, too, because we weren't able. And in many cases, we still aren't able to go to our regular networking meetings, to go to our regular events and so those people who we had in our circles, you know, what fourteen months ago, fifteen, whenever fifty, yeah, you know. January of twenty twenty, um, you know, we, you know, we we may have discovered, you know, they, it really wasn't that important. You know, one of the things here, you know, I I have not gone to a networking event, a true networking event, in well over a year don't miss it in the slightest. Um, part of that is I don't miss having to get dressed up, having to drive, <laughs> having to put on shoes, you know, all of these various things. Um, but you know, I miss the people that were there just because, you know, some of them are the the nicest, sweetest people other people I'm like, yeah, right, whatever. Um, I miss some of the programming. You know, it, it, you know, when you belong to great organizations that have great programs, that's good. But now there's lots of online replacements for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and just missing the people is not enough reason for me to be going back to those networking events. Um, and and so when I thought about it, I thought, you know, what did I get out of those events besides just seeing the people? Well, if it wasn't good business connections things like that, then, okay, maybe it's not important for me to be there. Um, you know, and and I think that's, I, it's, it, you know, we were talking circles. I think so many people have really expanded their circles, especially out of their immediate proximity. You know, we're, we're now networking with people
2: literally around the world and having a great time at it. Yeah. And interestingly, so I always say to myself, I'm not a big social media person,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but um, I'm learning to be, and mm-hmm. that's pandemic has done, mm-hmm. but the positive part is that people I would have never even connected with,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, or even have known about, mm-hmm. have become part of my circle. Right. So learning about organizations, mm-hmm. individuals, mm-hmm. and the work they're doing mm-hmm. things that they, you know, um, from Facebook to LinkedIn, mm-hmm. I mean, read platform. hmm you start to you start to learn what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So it's not a phone mm-hmm. call. It's not necessarily a text. Mm-hmm. It, it's not as personal, right? But when you comment on something, mm-hmm. you're building a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, so that circle does get bigger, right? Um, and you and believe it or not, I've learned more about myself as that circle has gotten bigger.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, where I would have at some point said. You know, and, and again, we go back to title and education and all of mm-hmm. that. You know, sometimes when you go to a, a face-to-face networking event, mm-hmm. you will never walk up to a CEO. Oh yeah. Because it's, it's just so intimidating. Intimidating. Mm-hmm. But it is really a lot of fun mm-hmm. when you start having a conversation on LinkedIn. Right. Or you get an invite from the CEO. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not the one sending it, mm-hmm. but his network. Mm-hmm. Ever doing it on his or her behalf mm-hmm. finds your work interesting, right? Either um, as a as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or as a as an employee, mm-hmm. you know. Right mm-hmm. now, as much as as things start to open, mm-hmm. there are so many job opportunities, mm-hmm. and there's such a different way of finding mm-hmm. individuals now, right? Than the typical, mm-hmm. you know, send my resume, mm-hmm.
0: type of yeah, Just yeah. you know,
2: to something online, so. I think we've had to think out of the box a little mm-hmm. bit we've had to come out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what I have found through some of this, um, you know, and, and as a, as a, as a soul entrepreneur, believe me, I get my mornings that I wake up and I'm like, am I kidding myself? Or am uh-huh. I kidding yeah. Around? You pull the blanket back over. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, it's uh-huh. just going to be one of those days, uh-huh. you know, or I walk away from a coaching session and I say to myself, I wish I could have done more for that mm-hmm. person, or I wish I, you know, and you think about those conversations mm-hmm. because you're being very impactful because right.
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, that person's not coming to you because they have all the answers mm-hmm. they are really searching.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but then I, you know, but then I realized that if I had all the answers, I would never learn. Right.
1: And, and as we've said, learning is just so absolutely critical. I mean, that's people ask me, why do I do this program? oh my gosh, I talk to the coolest people in the world. And every single time I learn something new. Um, you know, and, and it's
2: just so much fun. Yeah. And I feel the same exact way. So, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of Threads of Leadership, mm-hmm. really proud of the work um, mm-hmm. that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. For, uh, and not for, yes, we all, I, I learn a lot from mm-hmm. all these individuals, but I am in awe sometimes mm-hmm. when I, And I look at these men and women Mm -hmm. saying, oh, my God, you are you're just an amazing Mm -hmm. person. Right. Mm -hmm. But the whole point is that we they have to believe it. Mm -hmm. Tell them all the time. But they have to believe Mm -hmm. it. And and sometimes that's the biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. um, For the for an individual to Mm -hmm. move or or push forward. Right. Um, Because, again, every time you push forward, Mm -hmm. think. When you were a kid and you went from grammar school to your first day of high school, mm-hmm. you went from high school to your first day of college mm-hmm. and moved away to go to college. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those, were, those were just impactful moments mm-hmm. of fear. I mean, right. The fear right. And sometimes fear. we raced into it,
1: but there was still, you know, your heart was going, you know, because what if they
2: don't like me? Like me. Yep. And I mean, it's just human. It, we're mm-hmm. just humans. And we we need that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need, you know, I think it's just an important part of our, our all of our DNAs mm-hmm. like to be accepted,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, you know, um, for what you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Right. right. You know, um, because we all have different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the part that I really emphasize with, with everybody that mm-hmm. I work with. Is that don't forget your story. Mm-hmm. Don't push down the things that you didn't do well. Right. Push down, you know, oh, I I went from a, an assistant vice president to a vice president or a vice president to a director in such a short period of time. Oh, it's no big deal. It is a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. And why you can't expect other people to value you mm-hmm. if you don't value yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you push all of that down mm-hmm. and say, Oh, it was part of the job or, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's it's I it's, only got the job because yes. it's, that's where that's where all of the uncertainty comes. Mm-hmm. Don't. Mm-hmm. I, I have an older sister and she is notorious at saying be in the moment, mm. in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes you, I kind of cross my eyes and say, OK, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the moment. Mm-hmm. But that's the only way mm-hmm. that you get to celebrate. Mm-hmm. You should be dancing, even right. if you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I can remember my when Threads of Leadership and I got my first coaching client, mm-hmm. I was doing the jig. Yeah. I mean, I oh, that, yeah. But I was mm-hmm. so excited mm-hmm. to be able to, to reach out to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. So when we celebrate
0: mm-hmm.
2: is when I think
0: mm-hmm.
2: able to accept who we are.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And when we are vulnerable enough mm-hmm. to share, our stories people I think what happens is sometimes there's a difference between managing individuals and mm-hmm. leading individuals. right
1: oh most definitely
2: mm-hmm. very big different skill sets mm-hmm. and, you know people that manage their their skill set is extremely organized they're mm-hmm. very tactical mm-hmm. they're very you know check the box mm-hmm. A to you know start at point A to end at point B mm-hmm. it's project driven mm-hmm. It's um it's different things like that. Mm -hmm. Leading is being it's being influential. Mm -hmm. And you can't influence others if you don't believe in Mm -hmm. yourself. Right. That's how people gravitate to Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Right. They see there's that authenticity Mm -hmm. that comes out. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and
1: I I also believe strongly that it is important to celebrate other people's successes. Um, you know, and, and, you know, they, they do a thing with C-suite network where every Friday afternoon, they have a celebration Friday and they just started this because of the pandemic. And, you know, and, and so people participate and, you know, maybe it's that they, you know, they, they finished their week and their computer didn't blow up or, <laughs> you know, or they got a million dollar client. I mean, you know, there's, there's anything and everything in there, but, you you know, it, it is something, and I think that's been maybe one of the hardest things with the pandemic is we've become very isolated. Um, you know, I I am Miss Social Butterfly, but the thought of actually going out and doing stuff is like ugh. Um, you know, whether it's for fun or whether it's it's professional. I mean, it's just it's gotten very easy to not do it. Like I said, yeah, you know, I'd have to put on real shoes. Um but I think that's one of the things that, and, and, you know, obviously mental health experts have been very concerned about this, is that we have become so isolated. We're not celebrating our own and others' successes. So it's about finding those people. And maybe it's just five people, maybe it's more, but, you know, finding those people who are that great support system where you can celebrate those things.
2: Yeah, it, it is so important. And, you know, those Zoom calls with your friends. Mm-hmm you know uh, my family is scattered all over the US mm-hmm. and um my cousins on my dad's side mm-hmm. every quarter we do a zoom call no mm-hmm. oh, and it, we get to you know and, mm-hmm. and we're not together because of a funeral or a wedding right right mm-hmm. you know, just sharing and and you get to learn about each other probably more than you would have you know when mm-hmm. it was you know when you're when you're racing along mm-hmm. But people, as you said, you, you need to sell. If you, you you get excited when your your children do something, mm-hmm. right? You, um, and they need to be able to celebrate for you as well, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And and because of the pandemic, we've had to put a, a, our best foot forward to stay connected, mm-hmm. right? You know, um. Oh, it, it is an effort, like we were saying, oh. um, but especially in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting if you're in an if you're in an office, you know what I mean, it's so much easier to just walk across the hall to mm-hmm. somebody's office and celebrate mm-hmm. them or yourself. Right. Now you think about it, oh, I have to set up a Zoom call or to me celebrating via a text is not celebrating. No, you know,
1: you know, yeah, that's that's not. not you right yeah, you we no. need to see somebody's face, even if it is just on a
2: screen. Absolutely. You know, so I think we've all had to adjust. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the loneliness of when you're, when you're a people person mm-hmm. and you need the energy of, the, mm-hmm. of your peers around you, and now you're sitting in your home office. Mm-hmm. And, all and you're day talking long, to that cat. <laughs> right? Or you're talking to you a computer. Right. You know, um, sometimes that really zaps the energy. It mm-hmm. doesn't. Oh, yeah. Change. Zoom fatigue is definitely a real thing. It's a real thing. So. Mm-hmm. I think people have had to adjust. Mm-hmm. And I and I they just have had to think about things differently mm-hmm. and about themselves differently. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, do your first remember your first zoom call. Mm-hmm. I mean, your eyes are probably all over the page. Mm-hmm. get the whole screen, mm-hmm. you know, how you know, the lighting before the lighting was off and now we know what the lighting is. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, these things, but it's been an amazing growth. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think
1: well, and especially for leaders who are not with their their people anymore, oh, yes. um, you know, and and same with managers. I mean, you know, poor micromanagers. I think they just you know their little brains blew up like back in May. Um, but you know, the, it's 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 bringing different skills to light. I mean, you know, when you're only managing people. Remotely like this, it really is totally different skill sets, um, you know. And and I was talking with a guest the other day about some of the things that we have to pay attention to. You know, did you have the that employee that was always impeccably groomed, and even on Zoom, you know, they were professionally dressed. All these things, and now that's really gone downhill. Okay, there might be a different issue there that you need to talk to them about. Maybe they are depressed. Maybe you know, maybe they've just gotten too casual, and it needs to be brought back up a little bit. But yeah, being a leader remotely is very difficult because, of course, good leaders pick up so much with body language and all of those things that that you know we're not getting on the computer screen.
2: Yeah, and I think too is you ha- you start to have a greater trust mm-hmm. in your team. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, you know you you have to believe that they mm-hmm. are putting the best. There's a lot mm-hmm. of trust that's in there. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and if you don't trust them,
1: then there's a, a much bigger issue. I mean, you, you probably didn't trust them in the office, so you know, then then you do. You need to think about you know, it, and and that I remember people saying, well, you know, how do I know that they're going to get the work done? Well, did you worry about them getting the work done when you were ten feet away from them? <laughs> you know? And if, if you did, mm-hmm. if you did,
2: yeah, then, then you yeah, there's a big issue. There's a bigger issue mm-hmm. there. So people want to be trusted.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, um, it's like when you're you're raising your children, mm-hmm. the more independence you give them, the more right. they're going to take on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and they have to be able to, you know, and, and I think the biggest thing about this whole pandemic is is this the skill of communication. Mm-hmm. You can't just assume. Right. The assumption is where you're getting mm-hmm. yourself in trouble. Mm-hmm. That's part of the chatter in your head too. Mm-hmm. You know, you're assuming things. Mm-hmm. You know, haven't heard from my boss this week. Oh, he must be upset. Or she must be upset with me. Or, right. with me. Mm-hmm. or you know, so mm-hmm. you're getting that chatter in mm-hmm. your head because you're not getting that connection. Right. And why is you it know? the chatter's always negative? <laughs> it's oh. never. They're saying woohoo. It's always eh. No, it's, it just sits and it just weighs. Mm-hmm. So, um. And, and it's, 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 it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. That's what we keep telling ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're, we're evolving mm-hmm. today. Right. We're evolving.
0: Mm-hmm. And when
2: we allow ourselves to do that and and be able to say, you know, I, I don't know what, what's on the other side mm-hmm. of that door. Mm-hmm. You know, but have the confidence right. to open it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and let's face it, it really could be scary. But, oh. you know, we, we can do it. We can handle it. You know, think about it. I mean, I remember for 30, you know, for probably 40 years of my career, mm-hmm. I had a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Thank God. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I knew what I was gonna get every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, when I went independent, was like, okay, yeah. Got <laughs> oh. oh. that, that automatic check coming in the house mm-hmm. to pay the mortgage and to pay all mm-hmm. this. You learn some you you adjust to, mm-hmm. you know, you, you set boundaries here. Mm-hmm. You said, you know, you just mm-hmm. have to start realizing, you know, what you have to do or you have to shift right. and
0: mm-hmm. some
2: shift is, is uncomfortable for people.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We, we you know? don't like change. Um, You know, and, and, and it's interesting. I mean, there are some people who adapt fairly well to it and then others that are like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it is easier to just continue the way we've always done it. I mean, you know, I, I love it when I work with companies and I say, well, why do you, why are you doing something this way? Well, that's the way we've always done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah you considered maybe doing it a different way and people are like, ah, you know, and, and so that's, you know, it's, it's, but, you know, and, and I think we, you know, we, you talked about perfection. I think the other thing we have to get over is different does not mean wrong either, you know, doing something a different way in, it might be better might be this might not be work out as good but then you learn from that but yeah different is not automatically bad and and that's one of the shifts and and you know that's 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 one of the tricky things like in in delegating you know well they're not going to do it as good as i do so i might as well just do it myself well you know th- th- yeah they're going to do it differently but holy schmoly it might actually be better um but but yeah i mean that's that's the
2: whole thing it's different is okay yeah, and why would you put your why would you put your best foot forward if you mm-hmm. know that something's going to you know change it or whatever? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a baby boomer, mm-hmm. okay. And I still read the newspaper. I want to mm-hmm. feel that paper every morning. Uh huh. Read a hardcover book, mm-hmm. you know, not Kindle or. But that's that's me. Mm-hmm. That's what makes up my mm-hmm. you know. Right. Or, but you also know how to do those other things. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or you send a text. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, for the longest time it took, it was really challenging for me to just, everything was communicated by either a text or an email. And, mm-hmm. but, you know, then I got to a point where I, I'd say to some people, you can't hide behind this. Mm-hmm. That conversation still has to take mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't ask for you know your your boss or your family or whatever the circumstances might be as we talked earlier your body language
0: mm-hmm.
2: expresses right how you're feeling you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's so much easier to put it you know and then people and depending on the communication that you're having you never know what the underlying mm-hmm. you know takeaway is right you know and that's where the negative chatter happens mm-hmm. having a conversation with your boss or mm-hmm team leader and mm-hmm. you know they say something in a way and now all of a sudden your weekend is ruined because right. you really don't
0: know what they yeah. meant.
2: And that You're and the, that wasn't what they meant.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know there's ways of of easing the you know the 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 path of of positiveness mm-hmm. in as you move forward. Um, but I think what you also have to do is you have to you add personally, mm-hmm. you have to know what your triggers are.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. You have to understand mm-hmm. what what gets you ticked mm-hmm. off or mm-hmm. what
1: gets yeah. you happy. Yeah. Or, is it if somebody doesn't respond within 20 minutes or right.
2: you know, yeah. Your triggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I again it's back to communication. And mm-hmm. I think every time one of us have had a new boss, mm-hmm. the most conversation oh. you have with is mm-hmm. how do you want me to communicate mm-hmm. to Right. Right. And same with clients. I mean,
1: you know, I have some clients that will absolutely only text me. Um, and so then when they call, I'm like, oh, my God, the world must be coming to an end, um, you know, or, or yeah, emails. And and then but part of it is, you know, and, and is setting those expectations. You're letting people know, OK, if I send you an email, I would like you to reply within 24 hours or, you know, even just to acknowledge that you got it. I mean, you know, or, or, you know, so because nobody's a mind reader, you know, we all like to think we are, but no, you know, and, and so setting those expectations by saying, you know, I'm, I'm sending you this and I expect
2: this is part of what being that good leader is Um, because yeah, they're not going to know if you don't tell them. Absolutely. I had a boss one time at the foundation because I just had a tendency to work on, on Sunday mornings, Mm -hmm. you know? start my week off and Mm -hmm. I would get things off my plate Mm -hmm. and I'd send emails to my team. Mm -hmm. Um, And in my mind, I was just, just delegating it. Right. I didn't have to Mm -hmm. think about it anymore. Not realizing that that person on the other side that got that email Mm -hmm. on a morning. They're like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. I have to react to Mm -hmm. it. My boss actually sat me down one day and said to me, you you can't do this. Mm -hmm. Because you're, draw, you know, you're putting this urgency, mm-hmm. no urgency to it, right. but you're giving them the feeling mm-hmm. there is. Mm-hmm. And if they feel they don't live up to your expectations mm-hmm. and respond back mm-hmm. immediately in a reasonable period of time, mm-hmm. you they're doing their job. Right. And it never even dawned on me that mm-hmm. I was. Oh, yeah. It was I, just, that was your routine. Mm-hmm. That was my routine. Yeah.
1: Oh, so, Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've had to, to set that, you know, have that discussion with clients to say, I don't work 24-7, you know. Now, if you send me an email at 10 o'clock at night, I might read it, but, you know, unless it says urgent or something like that, I'm, I'm not going to do anything. Um, and, and of course, the, the easiest way to get around a lot of that was to tell them, here are my hours, here's when when I'm working. Obviously, if there is something that you know needs to be on a weekend, an evening, a holiday, we can do that, but it'll cost you twice as much. And mm-hmm. they almost always think, oh no, we can wait. Isn't um, that
0: important? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, but That's well, amazing. oh my gosh, Christine. See, I knew this was gonna happen. Oh this has God, been such a out. delightful conversation. I know. You know, and, and so it just means that we we need to continue it, um, you know, because there, this, this is like an onion. I mean, we're just peeling off all these layers. And so I would definitely love to, to have you back on again. But you know, yeah. tell us more about threads of leadership and how
2: people find you and connect with you and, and some of the services that you provide. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of, uh, my main services is is coaching Mm -hmm. individuals. Um, It's not, I I don't do coaching that it takes six months to coach. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Not, you know, um, I'm very focused on individuals that are just taking that turn into that leadership role, Ah, mm you know, um, Mm -hmm. and they've taken on new challenges. Mm -hmm. They're leading people and now they're responsible for Mm -hmm. others um, that, that really, that's my purpose and passion there is to help them get through that
0: mm-hmm.
2: initial phase, mm-hmm. um, the different types of coachings, you know, levels, um, mm-hmm. I'm putting together different, I, I'm putting together actually what I'm calling a think tank, mm-hmm. but it's really a group of individuals, um, that are, are in that moment of imposter syndrome and, mm-hmm. and to create this mm-hmm. safe space. Okay. They can then start to mm-hmm. talk other individuals, mm-hmm. um, and, and share in a, mm-hmm. in a place where, you know, that point of confidentiality, it stays mm-hmm. here and you can kind of work through Perfect. it Perfect, going through this. Mm-hmm. Whole self. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm putting together a book club and yeah. I said, because all of this, I needed to get my coaching off and mm-hmm. solid. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I've with all of these amazing authors, mm-hmm. I know. Um, Ooh, sign me up for that. I'd love to be part of that. I will keep you in mind. Mm -hmm. So I want to do a book club Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, it's bringing the author to the Mm -hmm. table. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, I love it. I love it. Well, how do they, how do they connect with you? How do they find you? Um, You're more than welcome to uh, go to the website, which Mm -hmm. is uh, com, Mm -hmm. And you can set up a 15 minute call with me Mm -hmm. to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to, um happy to do that. Um I'm on Obviously, LinkedIn. we saw each other again on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn and mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook under Threads of Leadership, mm-hmm. as well as personally, Christine Dasbro, I'm on mm-hmm. both of them. Perfect. Great way of connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want it, I want it to be an open conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I want people to feel really comfortable mm-hmm. um, um to come.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Just have a conversation. I, I guess I'm just sitting here in my mind. I'm thinking about the Fraser show and mm-hmm. he's. I'm listening. I'm yeah. listening. Yes. I'm listening. And I mean, that really is it. I mean, and yeah.
1: so many people, they just need to know that they're being listened to,
0: yeah.
1: um, you know, and, and I love that. Um, but, but yeah, so, you know, contact Christine would we'll definitely have you on again, but until then, what final words of wisdom do you have for
2: everyone? My final words of wisdom is be kind to yourself, Mm. be kind and celebrate the amazing individuals that you are. Perfect. I love it. I love it. And we're actually recording this on a
1: Friday afternoon for me, Um, not for you, but um, and what a great way to start the weekend by thinking about that, you know, And, and I think that is something that we all no matter what level we are, no matter what we're doing in life, we need to be kinder to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, I've been having a fascinating discussion with Christine Daspro. I'm Deb Creer, And until next time, everyone have a great day.
0: Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network.